Hello, and welcome to Overwrite, the podcast that features your fiction. I'm Elise, your host, and today we have a story from a new author. And actually, I should say authors. Today's story is from The Half Fairy, which is written by Casey Cowan and Sarah Cole. You can find more about them at ireneandk.com, which is I-R-E-N-E-N-A-N-K-A-Y.com. These authors are from Oregon, and they have been co-authors since college. Quick note about today's story. It was originally part of a book, Journey to Wizard's Keep, but had to be cut because of the length, so instead they have offered it as a free story. If you want to find out more about them, you can head over to Amazon.com. From The Half Fairy by Casey Cowan and Sarah Cole Marguerite glanced towards the doorway where the woman had gestured and saw a short, fat man dressed as a court jester approaching them. He was sweating profusely, and his face was red. I really must go, Marguerite muttered, retreating now back into the ballroom. But wait, called the woman. I'm sure my Freddy would love to dance with you. In her haste, Marguerite bumped into the man with the ass's head. He looked at her hopefully, but she dashed away. She hugged the wall, looking at the dancers, trying to find Stefan. She noticed many of the men looking at her. Soon it seemed to her that everyone was staring at her and whispering. Oh, where is Stefan? I want to leave. Now. She stood gazing in the middle of the throng, but could see no sign of him. Glancing to her left, she saw the fat little court jester waddling in her direction, no doubt prompted by his mother. In a panic, Marguerite ran through the crowd and ducked out an open doorway out onto the large balcony. To her immense relief, there was no one on the balcony, so Marguerite walked over to the rail to regain her composure. She desperately wanted to leave the ball, even knowing how hurt Stefan would be. Unfortunately, there wasn't a stairway from the balcony to the gardens below. The only way to exit was to go back through the crush of people in the ballroom. Marguerite carefully examined the rose trellis that ran along one of the columns holding up the balcony. Seeing that no one was around who could stop her, she began to climb over the rail in order to escape into the garden and make her way home. That's quite a drop, my dear. Unless you're a fairy, I wouldn't advise it, a deep baritone voice spoke. Marguerite gasped and jumped down. She turned in the direction of the voice to see a man sitting on a bench, smoking a pipe. He was seated in the shadows, so she could not make out his features. Things can't be as bad as all that, he said as he stood. Personally, I'm having a grand time, the best I've had in ages. Why do you want to leave? Has someone offended you? No. Well, then why should you go so soon? I, I don't know. I feel uncomfortable. I don't think I belong here. Maybe you don't think so, but there are several young men here who do. I don't know if you're aware of it, but you have aroused a great deal of interest. I've heard a few men say you are the most beautiful girl at the ball, he chuckled, and they're quite perturbed that they can't discern whose face is hidden behind that mask. Tell me, don't you want to dance? I don't recall seeing you with a partner yet. I would love to dance, it's just that... The right man hasn't asked you yet? 
rather than explain about Stefan, Marguerite nodded slightly. The orchestra ended its song and changed tempo to a stately march. Ah, the orchestra has started the king's waltz. I'm afraid I'll have to leave you, unless you would care to be my partner. The man stepped into the light, revealing himself to be Gar, king of the fairies. Marguerite looked in disbelief at the man holding his hand out to her. She hesitated for a moment, and then straightened her shoulders, lifted her head, and placed her hand in his. The two entered the ballroom as the crowd moved back against the walls to watch. Gar promenaded Marguerite around the floor until the meter of the music changed from a march to a waltz. Gar bowed as Marguerite curtsied, and then they began to dance. Although Marguerite had not danced since she was a young girl, she had no trouble following Gar's flourish-filled style. The two whirled about the floor, and although Marguerite had only agreed to dance with Gar because it amused her to think of what the townspeople would do if they knew who she was, she began to enjoy the dance very much. Stefan returned from the hall where he had been searching for Marguerite after his dance with Nan. He couldn't believe his eyes. The shy half-fairy was dancing with the king. When the waltz ended, Gar escorted Marguerite to a chair next to his throne. He kissed her hand and bowed to her before sitting down. Thank you for a most enjoyable dance, he said. I am certain that many more partners will be clamoring for the opportunity of dancing with you now that they've witnessed how gracefully you move. I thank you, Your Majesty, Marguerite replied with a deep curtsy. It was entirely my honor. Gar was correct. As soon as she was seated, a dozen young men crowded around Marguerite to ask for a dance. The overwhelmed girl refused them all, but another ten or so eager young men, who hoped they might be more to her liking, followed. Ignoring them, Marguerite rose from her chair and crossed the ballroom until she found Stefan and took his hand. The two stepped onto the ballroom floor and began to dance. Gar stared, puzzled, at her choice. Then he raised his eyebrows and stood up to take a better look at the dark-haired lass. After he was satisfied that his guess was correct, he smiled and sat down on the throne again and watched as Stefan and Marguerite wove in and out of the other couples on the ballroom floor. I truly enjoyed that dance scene. It was a beautiful, yet straightforward, yet complex dance scene. If you want to learn more about Stefan and his friends, you can check it out on Amazon.com under Journey to Wizard's Keep.